Welcome to Referrals and Rants, your podcast about business development and sales, because it's not just about having a pretty business, but actually a business that brings in cha-ching, cha-ching sales. I am your host, Antoinette Miner, and I thank you for joining me today. If you find that this podcast is of value, please share with a friend or two who have a business or are looking to get into business, and let's jump right in to this podcast. I've been getting to the money. Everybody mad. I don't know why I thought that was perfect for this episode intro, but it is what it is. Um, In fact, I think if you are a business owner and you are seeking funds, this is probably the episode that you really need to stick around for because we are talking about sponsorships. And I'm super excited because it seems like this past week, more so than usual, I've been getting questions about sponsorships. And I put it out there on Instagram today, like, what are your questions about sponsorships? And I got a couple questions. So we're going to run down what you should be doing if you are seeking sponsorships. Maybe in another episode, we'll talk about those who are getting requests for sponsorships and how to sort through those. Um, actually, yeah, we will do that in the future, especially for people who are um, influencers or bloggers, and they're getting a whole bunch of um, request to do sponsored advertising, like that would probably be a really good episode. So we'll put that on a back burner for now, put a pin in it. And today we're talking about seeking sponsorships because, okay, Macy is here. She is laying right beside me. So, you know, hopefully we don't get too much out of her like the last episode. But anyway, um, things are good over here. Um, TYP Social Media Co. is doing good. For those of you who are going to come to the Media Access Workshop tomorrow, I look forward to seeing you. Say hi if um, you listen to the podcast. I would love to talk to you, get your feedback, all that good stuff. Okay. Anyway, back to the sponsorship conversation. Um, So you know in business, obviously, the number one way to get the money is to provide the service or the product, solution, whatever that is, and then you get money for doing that. Um, And another way is to get sponsorships. Um, Sometimes we might need sponsorships for events that we're hosting or um, me. I need sponsors for podcast episodes. We actually had our first a couple episodes ago. And if you're interested, please email me, referralsandrants at gmail.com. And so it's just another way to bring in funds. It's a great way if you have a nonprofit to bring in funds as well. So what should you be doing when you are seeking sponsorship? And like I had said, a couple of people had asked me some questions, but I received a sponsorship request this week. And um, unfortunately, I could not give. But what I did do was provide some feedback on how the pitch could have been a little bit better. So I'm going to walk you through not what I said word for word with with this person, but um, what you should be doing when you are trying to seek sponsorships. So with all that said, let's jump into the episode. The first thing that I want you to do, and again, you you guys always know that I'm going to come at you with a, you gotta plan it out first thing. And that seems to be problem number one, whether it's seeking sponsorship, making sales, networking, like any of that. Like a lot of times we just do it and we don't put the work in before we start the process. And then we're just 
throwing spaghetti against the wall and hoping that something sticks. Same thing in this situation. You got to start with the planning. So what do you need sponsorships for? Sometimes we just ask, hey, I want a sponsor for this or um, my business needs a sponsorship because we do great things. No, no, no. What specifically is it for? So for me, like I said, podcast episodes, right? Is it an event that you're planning? Um, is it for educating your staff or educating you and your business? Um, maybe you want to take some college classes. Anything that might be content related. So if you are a blogger and you need some things to review, you're asking for sponsorships, you can do that as well to provide the content. Okay, my mailman just dropped some mail off. Rude. Hopefully you didn't hear it in the background. Anyway, so find out what you need that sponsorship for. Don't just go out there with the blanket statement of my business needs sponsorships. So that is tip number one. Tip number two, which is probably the most important, is to shift your mind into thinking or realize that this is an investment for the sponsor. Yes, they can do this out of the kindness of their heart, but if you are not Habitat for Humanity making homes for people who have been in disastrous situations or they have an illness or something like that, sorry, boo-boo, this is a investment or an investment for that business that you are seeking a sponsorship from. So you have to make it worthwhile for them. Sending them a message saying, hey, we're doing this to help, I don't know, underserved girls in the city of Philadelphia, that's cute. I get it, but there's so many other people doing that. And what am I going to get out of this if I give you a sponsorship for that? Like we get to feel good, but it needs to be so much more than that. Um, And I'm going to give you three reasons why a sponsor would want to give money. Okay. So reason number one, exposure. A lot of times they really just want to tap into the market that you have or the audience that you have, whether that is an audience that they are currently working with or they may need to get in front of a a new audience. So for example, if, um, let's see, FedEx wanted to sponsor or a sponsor an episode or work with me, their target audience right now, and I'm making this up, don't quote me on this, their target audience right now might be business owners between the ages of 35 and 45. They may want to talk to me because my reader, not my reader, my listeners are between the ages of 25 and 34. Maybe they're trying to reach a younger demographic. Maybe they're trying to reach entrepreneurs and not corporate folks. I'm pretty sure their their largest clients are probably corporate clients. So maybe they want to reach the smaller guy, which is the person that listens to my podcast. So a lot of times people will sponsor because they want their that logo on a website. They want that logo on um, your materials at the event. They want the name to be said on that podcast because they want exposure. So you have to, you have to show them that it is worthwhile to them. Who who's listening, right? And we're going to talk about this in a minute about about what you should be delivering in that request. But one, it could be exposure that makes it worthwhile for them. Two, it might fulfill the duties or their mission that they're seeking at the moment. So maybe it's a company that is really in in it for, I don't know, the kindness of their heart. Maybe they have a mission where they have to give X amount of dollars each year to a nonprofit, 
right? So now they have to do this because they need to fulfill something. Maybe it's a grant, maybe it's um, a mission statement or something that a, a directive from a board that they have to fulfill. So now they need to seek sponsorship in order to make sure that that, that they hit that goal. And yes, that does happen. There's corporate companies out here that have to give a certain dollar amount to certain um, certain organizations. And we're going to talk about that in a second, too. The third thing, third thing might be more sales. So it's not just about exposure. It's exposure plus sales. So I think an awesome example of this is. Um, my leak teal or even side hustle pro when um, they may give you a code or a uh, a link to try out a specific program for x amount of days i think my leak does quickbooks and so while the person is not only hearing about quickbooks on the on the podcast if they do sign up even if it's for a free child that's more opportunity to get them to convert to an actual customer so now they're talking about sales it's exposure plus a dollar amount um on the people that they actually get to by listening to her podcast or sponsoring her podcast so i say the big the big three exposure fulfillment of need or duties and sales right So what is their ROI? And you have to tell them in that request, sponsorship is for blah, 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 blah. And don't be afraid to say that. And also don't be afraid to tailor these sponsorship requests to each company that you're working with because one company you may know specifically needs to give back to small business owners and the other company may specifically just want to get in front of a certain target audience. So by customizing it, you're catering to that company and it feels more personalized and there's actually um, much better, uh, sorry, what should I say? It's more likely for them to sponsor you because you catered it to them, right? So now you, you know what they need, you're making it worthwhile for them, now you have to entice them. So now you're, you're taking it a step further on that return on investment. So if it's exposure, tell them who your target target audience is, right? Tell them you have listeners between the ages of X and Z, and you have um, listeners that are this gender, this race, this ethnicity, from this area, um, they make this amount, please, dollar amounts. Like if you could figure out how much your customer, client, listener, viewer makes, like if you can get an average of that, that is extremely valuable information. Why? Because it proves to them that that person that they are, um, that they are reaching by sponsoring you can afford their product because there's no way that Neiman Marcus is going to sponsor something that has clients that can't afford clothes at Neiman Marcus. And I hope that makes sense. So Regardless of if it's sponsorship or not, like maybe you need analytics for something else. If you can find out how much that person or your audience makes, please, 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 please do. Whether you're surveying people or you have some type of tool that can calculate that for you, I think that is a a, a highly missed analytic that people don't think about or don't care to get. So get that if you can. But that's all of that said. It's about sharing who that target audience is so that way it's worthwhile. So for example, take it back to the credit union days again. Um, I used to get sponsorship requests and it more so was like, hey, do you want to sponsor a table or get a table at an event? 
And in order for the company to sign off on that check for that sponsorship, I had to know who the target audience was because if I was going to go to the event or if our logo was going to be on that piece of paper, that had to generate leads. So um, telling them who the target audience is will definitely get you a long way. Share your numbers like I had mentioned before. Um, tell them the mission. So you do have to incorporate that feel good part. Like I said before, um, you're not Habitat for Humanity, but still what's the feel good part to them? So if it is small business owners, maybe they are giving a young black woman who is an underrepresented um, entrepreneur a chance. That's, That's huge, right? So now they're getting a return on investment and you're giving them the feel goods. And then the icing on the cake, right? These two things. Who else is involved? FOMO works with companies just like it does with people on Instagram. So if you say to, I don't know, making this up at this point, Target that, I don't know, Rite Aid is also sponsoring this. And I wouldn't say that we want to tell Target that Walmart is also sponsoring because that would be direct competition. But if it's a smaller company, maybe like a Rite Aid, oh, they're in the, they're in on this too. Oh, so you for real? Oh, so people really is sponsoring. All right, cool. Bet I want to sponsor too. And it might even start a whole. Well, if they put in five thousand, I want to put in ten because I want to be the premier sponsor. So if you can or have the privilege of saying who else is sponsoring, please do so. Again, you don't want to do that if it's gonna make some um uh what is it called? Some people unhappy. And sometimes they will ask you just so that they're not in they're not sponsoring with their direct competition. But if you can use it as a FOMO tactic, that's even better. And then also share your results. So last year, what did this event do? How much revenue did the sponsors uh, seek or get because they were a sponsor last year, right? So give them the results of what happened so that way they have an expectation of what could happen for them if they were to, to sponsor this year. And you can use this with returning sponsors or people that have sponsored before. So that way um, it's almost like a guarantee, like, how did how well did you do so do you want to do this again because i this was a great sponsorship this was a great partnership and it seemed like you did well we did well let's make this marriage work and continue to work together number four give them ways that they can sponsor okay give them ways that they can sponsor don't just say we are seeking sponsorships and leave it like that because you're giving, you're making them think. And sometimes, like I've said this before in the podcast, probably when you make them think or you make them have to decide, they either A, don't do it because it's too much work or B, they decide what they want to do. And that's not what you were originally seeking in the first place. So I think I said in my email back to the person was, Okay, if you don't give them dollar amounts or you don't give them details, then that person can come back and say, well, we'll sponsor your paper. Do you really need someone to sponsor the paper or do you really just need the cash to sponsor the whole thing? Um, Or do you really need cash to sponsor, I don't know, a volunteer or an employee at the event? So I keep saying event because that's the like the big thing that people want sponsorships for. But I hope you get what I mean when I say like, it can be anything. So tell them how like how they can sponsor. Typically with events, it's 
tiers. It's tier one, tier two, tier three. Tier one is the biggest, and that usually comes with probably a table and your logo on all of the materials, maybe even a two-minute slot talking about your company at the event, and I'm gonna say five tickets for staff to come to the event as well. And that's also how you get people in the door. If you tell them, hey, we're gonna, if you sponsor, you also get some tickets to the event, and now you have a full room. Doesn't matter that you're talking to a bunch of sponsors, at least it happened, right? So um, that might be tier one. Tier two might be logo on all of the materials and then a slot on the website. And then tier three might be an Instagram shout out for 24 hours or something like that. So I would do some research and see some other sponsorship opportunities and see how they did it and then build your packages upon that. And don't be scared to charge for these sponsorships. Like I, when we, me and my um, co-host Asia for New Year, New You did our sponsorships. We did very low level sponsors. I think the cheapest was like $50 and then the highest was like, I don't know, $150. But honestly, those sponsorships probably should have been starting 250 and the max probably 1000 because it wasn't much money after you paid the processing fees and all that other stuff. But tier it so that way it seems affordable. And then also you can couple it with other things. So like I mentioned, the tip, the tickets for the event. You might be working with a company that wants exposure for its executive team. So a sponsorship could come with having a slot on your panel for that executive to come and speak at the event as well, or be a guest on your podcast. Like there's so many different ways to do this that could be beneficial, but don't just walk into it without an idea of what you really want, because then you're either A, not going to get anything, or B, you're not going to get exactly what you need. So feel free to lay that out for them and give them specifics. And if there's room to negotiate, tell them, okay, yeah, there's room to negotiate here. Number five, Know when to ask because honestly, ideally a month before your event or a month before your podcast is due or a month before your content is supposed to go out is not going to work. At least for these corporate people, it is not going to work. It is May 2019. The money that is being spent today had already been decided probably January 1st, 2018 and I'm not lying to you. They have deadlines, they have budgets, they have um, guidelines on how they make these decisions. And because it usually has to go through the ranks, three weeks prior, six weeks prior is probably not enough time to go through the request and make sure that it's a right fit. It might have to go through their board, it might have to go through the whole executive team, unless you're talking to the CEO themselves and they have the right and the power to sign off on that check right immediately, make sure you're asking way in advance. So if your event is next year, you need to be asking now because that money is spent already. Um, Typically, the third or fourth quarter from what I know is when they start deciding on the next year what how they're going to spend their money and if there's anything left over they may be able to catch you or you may be able to catch them at the last second but make your ask pretty early and that's good for you too because now you know how to budget and spend your money it also gives you time if they come back and say you know what we thought we could do five thousand but we looked at our numbers and we really can only do three thousand now you have time to pivot and shift and, and make other arrangements 
and um, seek other sponsorships instead of, you know, getting to the, to the deadline and you was counting on that five and they come back with 25, you still got things to pay for and, and you're really SOL at that point. So start asking much, much earlier than you probably think you need to. Um, and this also kind of pushes you to stop planning things late too. Because sometimes we plan events within like three months. You really should be giving yourself a year, right? What else I got on this notepad? Oh, okay. So to to top this all off, a lot of people ask, well, how do you find this sponsorship? So I'm gonna give you a couple of ideas on how you can do this and some best practices. One, obviously, networking. You talk to people, you're gonna find the right people. Um, and even if you don't you don't find the right contact or you meet don't meet the right contact for the company, at least you're putting some companies in your head or on your list of companies that you might want to have as a sponsor. Because sometimes a Google search is not going to tell you everything. You can't go door to door for every business in your city, but you get to meet new businesses at networking events and get ideas for, for who's out there in your region. So I would say networking is definitely a way to find out, to find potential sponsors. Um, also, look at company bios once you get an idea of who you want to ask for a sponsorship because it may be written there plain, plain and clear what they give money to or what they give money for. So, for example, one company that I worked for, all of their money went to one organization as a, as a sponsor like or a donation. There was no wiggle room whatsoever beyond that. So if you see that in their language already, you shouldn't even waste your time asking because you already know that their money or their funds go to a specific cause, right? Or if you know that they only give to a certain cause, you can try and tailor your ask and say that it's going to benefit that cause. But if you know that there's no way that you can do that, then don't even waste your time, right? Look at the company bio to see who their target audience is. You want somebody with this with a similar target audience because then it makes it worthwhile for them and it goes back to earlier in the conversation. So if they're looking to reach more people in this target audience and you have it, why not? They should be a sponsor. Or if you are listening to the company's, I'm making this up, TED Talk, and they say, our 2020 vision is to get in front of XYZ people and you got that, there's an ask. So do your research on these companies before you just say, well, that's a big company down the street, I'm just gonna ask. No, do your research so that way, you, one, you can tailor that ask to them, and two, you know if you can hit it in the park because it's gonna be the right fit for you. It's just like business. Like You gotta make sure you guys are partners, you gotta make sure it's gonna work, gotta make sure that it fits for them and it fits for you. It's like sisterhood of the traveling pants, right? It fits everybody. Um, put the word out there that you want sponsorships and who you are seeking as sponsors. You'd be surprised at how many people could link you up with a potential sponsor because of who they know. And there's a lot of companies that are out here just trying to give away money, but nobody's knocking on the door. So if you put the ask out there, there may be some companies out there that are that has employees that already know this, that have um, friends that already know this. So put your ask out there in a blanket statement instead of um, just 
seeking the sponsorships one by one by the company. Put it out there. Let people know on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, email, email your list, all of that stuff. Um, and the people that your audience is like, they might have, they might want to sponsor as well. So put it out there in an email. I got an email from another podcast saying, Hey, we're accepting sponsorships. It costs this much. Get on the calendar. Da 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 da. And I was extremely interested in the opportunity, but um, the exposure, I just wasn't ready for that just yet. I didn't have the product built and ready to go. So you never know who's out there in your audience, right? Now, also seek, like I said before, like in my position, my old position, my business development position. Seek the business development or marketing person to see, especially if you have an event that, that requires the sponsors to vend or sponsorships have vending opportunities in them. That's the person that you really want to get in front of because they can vouch to say like, okay, I'm going to sit at this table at this event and make some money off of this opportunity. So think about that person as your contact when you are sending your sponsorships. Also, if you are... Uh, a company that is seeking sponsorships or donations from the kindness that you need the kindness of their heart look into community relations person or the community engagement person that is most likely your sponsorship person because they're responsible for making sure that they are serving the public or doing public good so when you think about your asking you're tailoring your ask Think about who the person in the company is that should receive that sponsorship request. That's going to help you get further ahead than just sending it to the generic inbox or trying to target just the CEO who does not have time, who isn't reading their emails, um, and is not interested in that at the moment. Last but not least, I have on here, create a small and neat package. Some sponsorship packages are like, Glitter, gold, sparkly, over the top, and just pretty. And that's absolutely fine, especially if you have the budget to do that. But a PDF with an outline of what's happening, the return on investment, and then another page to follow up with that saying, mark off what your sponsorship is and a signature and who to mail the check to is absolutely fine as long as it marks the, the necessary things that you need on that thing, or um, and then away from them to get in contact with you and forward that check, or how they can make a payment, you good, you Gucci. Make sure your logo is on it, and make sure it has all the things that you need from them if they decide to be a sponsor. So just make sure that it's neat, it's understandable, it's um, grammatically correct, <laughs> and um, it is it reflects the podcast episode, the event, the product, the service, the business that you want sponsored. Okay. That's all I got. I'm sure I could ramble on forever and ever and ever. And I know I probably talked pretty quickly through this episode. So feel free to listen to this, take notes, um, go back, rewind, do all that good stuff, get your money because we will make everybody mad out here. And that concludes this Seeking Sponsorship episode. Like I said, I promise I will do one about how to accept sponsorship requests and what you should be doing with those and how to make sure that they are the right fit. They kind of go along with these guidelines, but I know it's definitely different from a um, person getting the request perspective. Is that what I'm trying to say? Anyway, 
give Macy a round of applause for being quiet <laughs> this long. And I will talk to you all soon. Oh, 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 oh. I am doing a podcast episode for my I Quit My Day quit my day job episode, um, anniversary, I should say, my quit my job anniversary. I'm going to probably go really into detail about what happened, um, what made me decide to leave, the best practices, what I've been through. I'm gonna get real real, try not to cry. And um, send me your questions or send me ideas about what you want to hear. And I think this will be the episode that I really tell you like the most I probably have ever told um, referrals and rants about TYP Social Media Co. as well as myself. So I'm really interested in what you want to know and I'm hoping to get that dropped June 1st. So send over the questions to referrals and rants at gmail.com and I will talk to you all soon. Bye! Thanks for tuning in to Referrals and Rants. Remember, if you found this of value, please share with one or two friends that could use the information. If you have ideas about future episodes or you have questions, feel free to send them over to referralsandrants at gmail.com and follow me, your host, Antoinette Minor, on all social media platforms at Antoinette K Minor or, sorry, on Twitter at Antoinette-TYP, something like that. You know where to find me, AntoinetteMinor.com, and I look forward to having you on another episode of Referrals and Rants.